Welcome to Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener with real stories and expert advice. Our guest today is a dear friend, Verena Korber, an indigo child born in Austria. Verena taught mathematics in school as she helped build her husband's business and then her own. While studying kinesiology and raising her three beautiful young children, she focused on self-development training so that she could bring her gifts to the surface and share with others in need. She currently trains clients in NLP, Suggestopedia, and she teaches healers and heals healers, teaches teachers so that they can be of greater service to humanity. Welcome, Verena. Hey, welcome. <laughs> so nice to have you. And it's been, uh, it's been way too long. I wanted to actually have you on the show uh, a good month uh, or two ago. But uh, as you know, me working with you uh, is even more fabulous. But um, on that note, Verena, you were born as a very gifted individual. Um, if you can just start with your journey from a young child, please. Yes, as you already said, I grew up in a beautiful country in the middle of Europe. So all what I needed was prepared for me and my parents didn't wait for me. So I was a surprise for them. Um, I was truly the third child of a family and I was not aware of my gift as you said I'm very gifted but I had to uh, grow up into this awareness that I am gifted so I had these beautiful friends when I was little I had this um, elves and and other beings around me that nobody else could see so I was kind of questioning myself and questioning um, if there is truth in those beings or not so I kept playing with them till I was eight and a big trauma in my life kind of shut me down and closed my gifts and I actually did not anything else than I did that to myself mm. I was really in survival mode and had to had to deal with the power of my own gifts in a very bad way let's okay. say it that way so i'm going to just take you back for a moment here verena now i know that uh, we introduced you as an indigo child during the time that you were growing up was that term the indigo child was that already in use or was that something that was coined later I know that came up a little bit later and I actually know some other indigos uh, of that year of birth <laughs> yes. and it was not so clear I guess not for the society that I lived in so I was mm -hmm. really there was no spiritual background in my family. I mean, we, they were religious, but not very active. And, and so it was kind of 
Mm. Not known. Right, right. And so it must have been quite lonely for you having these abilities and gifts, but having no way of understanding or sharing. Indeed, because nobody could see what I saw. And um, yes, lonely is the right word because I sometimes didn't want it to play with the human <laughs> beings. <laughs> And you separate yourself when you are kind of um, different and don't see the fun in in other other children's games when there is something more inspiring for you. So you go with the flow and my flow was always on another frequency level than um, the three dimensions, third, third mm -hmm. dimension. Was that difficult? Uh, was that very difficult for you having the other two siblings that um, that were normal in in today's standards? Uh, uh, you know, uh, was that <laughs> difficult growing up? And how did your parents handle that? It was difficult for me. Absolutely. Um, I was kind of the punching ball for them <laughs> because I was just not acting and reacting in the way that they um, wanted me to and it was um, interesting that my mom had not really an understanding of what was going on so she, she just thought it is kind of normal that we just um, not <clears throat> harmonize with each other and that's okay so my eldest brother is nine years older so she he was pretty much out of the game when I grew up uh, the middle one was more my sparing partner for human um, battles <laughs> so to say right. and it was never that he could ever understand uh, how I was seeing the world or understanding the world and also nobody could help and teach me in any way at this time so it was kind of lonely and it was kind of a struggle at this time. I can only imagine having stepped into those shoes myself I know um, and how was school? Because uh, by the time that you're eight, uh, you would have started school by that time as well. How did you find the structures that you had to be, you know, boxed into? I actually had a really hard time to learn reading because I never had to understand human words I always understood what the frequency behind the words was so I really had a rough time to learn reading I mean I did at the end uh, it was just a struggle for me and mm -hmm. I always could easier handle numbers so uh, and school time at all was kind of I actually always questioned every day why I should be in this um, in this box of no freedom and no understanding what the sense of all that is that we should learn what yeah what and this awareness uh, came back very much later in my life and changed a whole um, the whole direction of where my life was going to school is a box and you don't learn what you need for life <laughs> there you go it is 
There you go. And then uh, coming forward, I know that you had mentioned that there was trauma. Are you able to share with the audience this trauma that you had gone through? Yes, because it was for me a different drama than for the rest of my family. Um, my dad had to deal a couple of years before with um, badly um, bad um, depression and he was really feeling not happy at all. But nobody realized that me, I could sense him, I could feel his pain. So it was for me not that big surprise that once he came at night to me to tell me Verena I'm going to kill me and I just said well you know in the middle of the night I just said well then go not seeming like not believing that he he would do it but he went to all of us children and we all got kind of uh, traumatized from that but he did it and for me it was kind of completely crazy in these days because everybody was grieving and everybody was sad and I was sad too that he wasn't there anymore and on the other hand I was super uh, super and that's kind of, you shouldn't say that, but I felt really released because I didn't feel his pain anymore. So you I were didn't a big feel, empath. Yeah. I was, and I didn't feel what he was going through anymore. The only thing what happened then was that the whole family was grieving and you know as an empath and as a psychic, you take on the energies, especially if you never learn to not do that. Yes. And that's why I'm so passionate about to teach people how they can save their space and yes. be in their own energy. And yeah, this is really born in this moment. And I took all their pain in me and all the grief and all the heaviness of their um, their emotions and, and belief systems they had about dying because I actually could not even see my dad not there because he was available for me. But through that um, big pain that I took into my body, I was 30 days after he dies, I was in hospital with uh, an autoimmune disease uh, that built up a lot of tumors in the bones of my body and yeah also on the brain had it was really on the bones eating my own bones it's like oh. I was creating a disease that and that was at system. age eight that would happen at age eight now yes. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking into the mind of an eight-year-old did you realize that you were creating this in your body at this time, I wasn't aware of it, but my higher self, my beingness, um, because I used my own powers against myself somehow. So I subconsciously closed my gifts down. I really just shut them off. I Why was in is hospital. That? Why? Why would you do that? Because I'm thinking... You're an empath, your father's now crossed over, you're no longer having to carry his, you know, weight, and, but something triggered you to, to, to create I, this for yourself? I see that I, 
I was kind of getting dangerous for myself. The powers that I used, the the not, you know, building up powers, the the taking away powers in these days, I was just not I I was not feeling his pain, but I was also not feeling happy because I was in a in a surrounding where people were always crying and everybody was like heavy and, and it the heaviness didn't stop at this time. And also I was in hospital for three months, what was kind of a better place to be. But on the other hand, I was the only one of five children that left that hospital. So also there was no fun for me. And it was, I really, as I analyzed it afterwards, you know, I I had a a time in between when I could go back and, and, and watch it as an adult, what happened. And for me, it was pretty clear that there was nobody else shutting down my higher senses. There was just me shutting me down. I didn't want to have all these awareness anymore. I didn't want to feel anybody's shit. I didn't want to hear anybody's thoughts and emotions. And and, and I didn't want to f- have that anymore. So Because you felt that you were burdened with all of this and you didn't know what to do with it. Now, as a child, and I'm just going back to my own situations, as a child, you would reach out to somebody that you felt close to, to say, you know, I don't feel so good or, you know, why does this happen? And it could be some of the gifts that you speak to them about you had no desire or at this point you already knew that I shouldn't be speaking about these things. The point is I am the main uh, gift that I have is knowing I'm very clear cognizant. So I see, I feel, but basically I know, and I just knew that there was nobody able to handle what I would tell them. So I just, had no and it was as i said it was not a conscious um decision it was really subconscious and also this is part of why i am so passionate passionate about learning people how to deal with their own gifts and not see them as a burden because it's really up to how you can handle them if they are a burden or if they are a gift they can be really both. Right, right. So you created all of this within your body because you were not able to embrace the gifts in a way that people could understand and you can live a very conscious, happy, healthy life. So now you're in the hospital, you've got issues that are, you know, um, in your bones. You also had something, I'm sorry, I missed that, but you had some uh, growth on, inside your head as well. It was just on the bones. So it was also on this uh, head bones. Here I have a, a plate, like a, a flat um, um, part of my brain. Uh, it's not what, it was not in the brain. It was on the bones of uh, my scalp. I see. Okay. So eventually you come out of hospital, dad is no longer there. You did not take on the fact that he came to you and that you said, okay, 
if that's what you need to do, then that's what you need to do. You didn't take that guilt on in any which way. I because you had a knowing. I didn't uh, consciously take it on. I mean, there was kind of a guilt as an adult when I looked back. So I created guilt in that normal human state. I created guilt out of what happened. But before there was nothing like that. And maybe that was also my reason. I can't really actually say what it was, but I really wanted to be kind of normal and I wanted to fit in. I wanted to understand what all the other people are going through here. And and I simply couldn't. And I I, I just had to deal with it on a, on a level that where nobody could help me with that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I Wow. Well, I I definitely could relate and I'm sure a lot of empaths out there and gifted individuals can also relate to your story. Now moving forward, uh, so you're eight, you're back, you're now healed and or healing and you're healthy, Um, continuing on the journey. Did you then return back to school and life at home was somewhat better? Um, I had to, I was going back to school for half a year and then I had to go on a, they wanted me to go into a place in the mountains to heal my lungs from all these treatments because they put a lot of um, chemistry into my body. So I left hospital, went home for half a year and then I was in the mountains for half a year going to school there and that was kind of more fun because it was just nobody was there grieving nobody knew me and I was just a normal human child for the first time in my life I guess and that was kind of healing for me although I was away from my mom and all that it was also yeah I missed home but I was also happy there so it was a good place to be for me very nice very nice and so then you continued on and you went on to uh, become a teacher because you enjoyed math and I understood numbers like every nothing else. Uh, yeah, I I studied mathematics after I made matura. I don't know how it's in A levels. I guess you do uh, in in. Well, in we in the West have a different system than yes, Europe. Yes, you, you, we so. all have so. <laughs> yes, so I I I made the school and I I went to. Um, university and I studied mathematics and uh, started teaching uh, in 2003 and also there during my teaching during my studies I already started doing any kind of healing work because I was uh, my hands were always magical Um, and I started doing um, massage therapy for just my mom and she said you know what go and make your own money in these days when you study and I I did this whole education as a massage therapist during my studies when yeah nobody had the chance to make easy money I was just doing it nice nice (laughs) and I had a good good um, side job and good time to study and then I yeah started 
started teaching at school. I did that for six years, mathematics and technical handicrafts. I always wanted to do something uh, with the children. So it's kind of um, physics in like physics um, in action. <laughs> so yeah, we had a lot of fun at school and I started also um free groups at school to teach skilled um teach the, the children how to learn easier and faster and uh also these days were when i started to study nlp to be better on service for them and to understand how to deal with groups better and to lead the person into the awareness that she needs and to catch them where they are you know it's nlp is very helpful for that and it also gives you a nice understanding of uh, the world and that not everybody sees the world in the same way right and also, I studied Sugestopedia in these days because it's a nice um, teaching tool to reach the subconscious and not to infiltrate everything into their brain, but into their field and into their uh, subconscious that it can come from there into their mind. And so, so was that more like a hypnotherapy? No, no? it's... Mm, you have music, so it's very much with the with the um, tacting of the music. It's slow, it's uh, classical music, and you bring them into. Um, it's not hypnosis, but you have the wording. Always, it's always four words in a in a line, and and you speak them very very. Um, sing, sing, I don't know how to say that in rhythmically English, rhythmically thank you for the word yeah and uh with the music and with it's always a story that you tell them you put everything into a story so then it's not mathematics then it's like little little animals talking with each other you have to be creative and that was kind of easy for me so yeah mm, that very was, nice and then you met the love of your life and <laughs> I met the love of my life when I was um and I actually not sure if he's the love of my life but the love that uh was just uh perfect for these uh next years so he is uh the father of my three children and I met him actually when I was 19 and be like shall we say that he was 50 <laughs> so he's younger yes he's younger so we knew each other a little bit yes. <laughs> okay <laughs> nothing happened uh, but uh, a couple of years later when i was 26 we met again and uh yeah came together pretty fast um when i was 27 i i was yeah getting my first child so yeah there we didn't go. have a long time but it was kind of meant to be <laughs> okay okay so now you have three children and uh you have two boys and a girl two girls and a boy and a boy okay and just the middle one is planned so <laughs> the okay. first one was a surprise and the last one too so they were they're pretty close together three and a half years from the first birth to the last birth so 
Yeah. So two gifts and a plan. Yes. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. So this is great. Now you have three children. Are any one of the children gifted like you? I see the middle one is totally gifted with her heart frequencies that she's sharing and she's also empathic. So I have to help her with that. And the youngest one, he's definitely able to see. So he was the one waking me up in the middle of the night. Mama, there is a man standing next to me. And I said, yeah, you know, we just sent him away. And he just saw ghosts, right? So nice. it was sometimes a little bit intense these days. Now he's just aware that he can deal with them and Himself. how to deal with them. Yeah, he and can then, totally and do that. How are you able to communicate to the children um, that these particular gifts are not the the average person or, you know, in today's... <laughs> thank thank you, know. you for that advice. I should do that. <laughs> I never taught them that, that not everybody can see that thing, uh, those things. Um, yeah, maybe I should tell them. Yeah, just speaking from uh, our own experiences, if we let them know in advance, then they know when that happens that that is expected. Yeah, so that's true. Okay, so that that being said, so now we're we're gonna we're gonna dive into another area of your life, which is that you heal healers and you teach teachers. Can you elaborate on that? Yes, I started um, my own business. Um, Actually, I started two years ago, almost two years, November 2018. Um, and I just started doing it for free um, to find out who is my, who are the people that profit the most from my gifts. So I just started to do it and I found out pretty soon that um, healers and and teachers that have to, or coaches, coaches are also a kind of teacher, um, that they that they are the people that profit the most from my gifts and that they are the ones that I could bring to the place where they can perform way better and that they have more clarity about their own gifts and how to use them because that's what I am kind of very gifted with to see how you use your energy and to give you like a guidance how to make it easier for yourself and how to make it more efficient. Efficient is my favorite word. <laughs> Okay. efficiency it's like what i'm i'm passionate about and what i really feel that when i'm 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 having like these sessions i just do mostly one-on-ones and i started doing courses too but these one-on-ones when i have the chance to get those people into my hands and 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 help them to form themselves it's not that i do it for them but I give them the awareness that they need to shift and change and it's to adjust. And also if it's just uh, the ankle, where to come from, it's really an interesting um, way of teaching them and upgrading them into being better on service and easier in their work and, and, and in their flow. So that's what I love. 
Yes, yes. And I know that uh, currently um, a lot of healers out there, they are so passionate about healing and the teachers are so passionate about teaching. And what happens is that everyone uh, um, is out there doing the healings, but as healers, they do need healing themselves. Oh, absolutely. And and what a fine time to bring your work forward. And as well as, you know, I've, uh, you know, as you know, I'm a, I'm a Kundalini yoga teacher as well. And I've got a lot of different healing modalities under my belt. And what I found is that uh, we have come to a point where now being in the new world, being in the time frame that we're in, the teachers that were taught with the old way of understanding need to shift. And so now the teachers that are out there need to upgrade and be teaching with higher frequencies and new, um, uh, a new understanding that, you know, um, I think a lot of people are still, Verena, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of people are still stuck in taking, you know, the one plus one equals two and the two plus two equals, you know, but we're, we're in a completely different shift here. And because of that shift that's taken place, it's people like yourself that, you know, that are the major amplifiers that are going to be really needed to come forward and to be of service because we can have, you know, 2 million healers and teachers out there. But if those 2 million healers and teachers have not had their upgrades and don't know how to navigate the new systems that are in place, I'm not saying they're coming to place, they're in place right now. Do you mind sharing some of that understanding? Because I know you and I have these beautiful conversations and understandings, but it's a different time frame, a time frame altogether here. Um, I shouldn't say um, all the time. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all good. Uh, you know, these days are way easier and way faster to shift energy than it was. So old modalities that were also actually working pretty well have now the chance to upgrade and go even faster and easier right now we are so supported by a lot of beings we are so held in our frequencies of uh ev ev evolution and awakening that all whatever intention we set to upgrade it's just happening easy and fast so we have to adjust to that ease it's not that we have to adjust into anything more complicated basically what i wanted to say in the beginning that's easy to answer we have to learn to be we have to learn to be more than to do we have to just understand that it's not about anything outside of us it's really about the frequencies that we have and that we hold in us and that all what you need is that's an old story it is already in your being but how to access it and how to easy access it that's the key and there are so there are 
I don't want to say that there are no modalities out there to do this, but there are also old modalities that are more in your that take a little bit more of your time. Let's say it that way. Some people like it slow. Uh, that's okay too. It's the time now to shift fast. It's really the time. It's really so much going on in these uh, frequencies um, on this planet that are shifting every day and every day for us and so much frequencies coming into this and into our system, into this planetarian system that it's just so fascinating that just have the awareness of things going on in your life and you can easily manifest and shift out of them. And that, and it goes back to being a co-creator because you know, you have been limited with the information that was ever given to you that you have to live within these parameters and you have to work hard to make a living and you have to do this and that and that and this. And in reality, the truth has come forward and it has come forward so, so quickly. And now it's a matter of having uh, the... Um, the knowledge and the understanding and the acceptance of you are a co-creator. What is it that you're doing today? What is it? Are you living from that place of the heart? And so it's such a, a, a beautiful time to live when you have individuals that are very connected to the old, to the past, to the dense, the density of of uh, of our being that they choose that very familiar very comfortable space rather than shifting and moving and what a what a beautiful time to be living that we have individuals like you Verena that can share your gifts and and I do believe that each and every one of us has these gifts innate abilities to bring wholeness and oneness to this planet how, how do you how do you foresee this Verena, moving forward i honestly see it that way that each and every one that is now on this planet is really wisely set like you like you play chess or something they are all here to do their moves and some are here just to be in the frequency and, and embody it here on earth. Some are here to do some actions. Some are here to assist. Some are here. So everybody has his own perf purpose and, 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 and way to take action for the good in life and for the good of humanity. It's not that I say you always have to be on service for others. I really say, please be first on service like in yourself for yourself and from that self-love i want people to to act it doesn't help anybody if you're a healer that gives and gives and gives and gives everything but don't ever give to yourself this is not healthy so really the the key and the, the start with all the 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 work that everybody can do is within you love love yourself and there you really start loving, 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 and the rest of the world will profit from that love. So if it's just 
this little piece and it's a huge thing you know who is really truly honestly loving loving himself also if they say i like myself yeah but come on say it love yourself it's really that that frequency and and with that frequency i always i so much have to clear that frequency for the people because they don't even know what love is <laughs> so yes, yes. yes in these days it's really it's really it's really cool to upgrade people it's fast it's easy for those who choose to step forward and say i want to step out of the old version of myself i want to create a new me and that's absolutely possible in the now and it's absolutely um on service for the rest of the world so you don't you do something for yourself and you do a big shift for the rest of the humanity so i absolutely appreciate that Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for that, uh, Verena. You know, I could speak to you for hours on end. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're coming to the close of our uh, show here today. And I just want to put this out there that, um, Verena, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, if they wanted to do any work, where can they get a hold of you and do you have an offering for our audience? So I have a couple of offers. Um, I You can always reach out to me and do one-on-one with me. Uh, you can find that on my website. You can, what I prefer here is to, to do three sessions for people because, you know, you have your whole life to mess up with it. So give me just three sessions to, <laughs> to help you fix it. Um, I also train people one-on-one still. One time in a year, I do uh, a course of uh, 12 sessions, 12 lessons to learn. Uh, Right now, I'm offering that in one-on-one sessions, so you can uh, buy my package of trainings on my website or you just contact me personally and the happiest thing I have to offer because you know I'm in always in um, in a way um, dictated what to do my infinite self is telling me and I learned to follow (laughs) so I'm starting at the 20th of June uh for um on four sundays i will offer uh a clearing and healing transformation group um of frequencies that are in your way of your personal freedom in any layers of your being so this will take place on the 20th of june so if you want to join uh it's also available on my website and it's a payment of two times 145 euros and if you want to pay in full you can do that too um yeah it will happen on sundays at 11 a.m pacific time it's that's 2 p.m east coast time and it's um 7 p.m london and 8 p.m my time so if and you your website join... your website oh yes my website is uh com. so it's basically my name 
Okay. So I just want to reiterate and clarify one thing, Verena. You said that it starts on the 20th of June, and the 20th of June is the cutoff to register because 20th of June is a Saturday. So the course actually begins on the 21st. It's 145 euros. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, two payments of 145 euros. It's four Sundays of your life to actually increase your frequency, catapult you into the freedom state that you need to be in. Uh, and uh, that is a huge offering because I have worked with Verena and I can totally vouch for her. She's just an amazing, amazing um, uh, worker. And uh, I and I know that, uh, you know, she schedules you for 11 o'clock and she'll say one hour, but it easily goes into well beyond that one hour so if you can if you want to have a small taste of Verena's work uh, I would highly highly recommend that I will have her website posted on the podcast uh, and also on my website just below her YouTube video so definitely tune in for that we will have Verena back on the show because she's just an amazing, amazing, uh, amazing teacher, uh, friend, and light worker. Thank you so much on behalf of the audience, Perina. It's been a pleasure. I'm Cylindrin Buller, the host of Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener with real stories and expert advice. Until next time, have a wonderful, wonderful day.